Hi, it's Ori Krug, and welcome back to Mind Your Body. Today, I want to talk about one of the loves of my life, and that is group therapy. <laughs> I love group therapy as a client, as a facilitator. I've had my most valuable transformations in group therapy settings as a client, and I've also run literally thousands of group sessions as a dance therapist and have witnessed magical, un, you know, don't have words experiences in clients, even in inpatient psychiatric settings, outpatient clinics with little, little kids who are on the spectrum, have emotional challenges, and a whole lot of people who have struggled with trauma. So, um, I feel inspired to create this episode because I am currently running my first online small therapy, small group therapy program, and it lights me up. Group therapy work lights me up, and I want to tell the world a little bit more about how group therapy can benefit you, when it's right for you, how do you know it's time to step up into group therapy. Um, because it can provide you a more well-rounded transformation than one-on-one -on -one itself. And yeah, I guess we'll see where, where this episode takes us. I will, um, yeah, I can't wait to share and let's jump in. This is Mind Your Body, a dance movement therapy perspective on the integration of our emotional, cognitive, physical, and spiritual aspects of our being into one more aware and whole existence. So, the first thing I want to talk about is if you're listening to this because you're personally interested, maybe you've hit a wall in therapy, no matter what kind of therapy you've been doing, but you've hit a wall in one-on-one -on -one therapy and you might be wondering just from this episode, like when is group therapy right for me? So a lot of times we make a lot of progress in one-on-one -on -one therapy. It's wonderful. And then it kind of plateaus. And one of the things about one of the most important things about being in therapy is the relationship itself and what the relationship provides. And as a dance therapist who works with women who've experienced trauma and are still bringing it into their relationships today, our relationship is super important. My presence and my facilitation is super important to help my clients stay regulated in session. Um, so that they can access and release their trauma and rewire their nervous system and create new patterns in their lives. And my own regulation of my nervous system is probably the most important thing and my ability to help them feel safe, which is all connected. And so the relationship itself in any therapy is crucial to the trauma healing process. So in general, group therapy is right for you when, you know, you might even have the ability to connect deeply and lovingly in a one-on-one -on -one setting with your therapist already, with your partner, with your mom, um, with your best friend. But when it comes to group settings, when it comes to friend circles or trying to get out there in the community, 
or work settings or networking. Maybe you're starting your own business like I did, um, or maybe you're just trying to get, you know, more publicity or whatever it is. Then all of the insecurities come up. You feel self-conscious. You're not really comfortable in your own skin. You don't feel confident. Um, and the intensity of that fear is just easier to avoid. And so you stay home and you don't really do those things as much as you can. Um, and you used to kind of stay home and what, maybe watch Netflix instead or whatever your thing is. And that, that fear of connecting in a group setting or that distress. I know this, I know this feeling myself of like feeling so lonely, even around people. It's like, that feels more painful than being at home and feeling alone or being at home and feeling comfortable versus being out in the world. And there's so many people around and you see them connecting and you're like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, why do I feel so alone in this crowd? And because of that, because of that hard realization or that hard feeling, it, it can be easier to just isolate instead. So that is a really great indication that group therapy is a, a really great next step for you um, because there's something going on in the group setting that is triggering your trauma from the past. Um, that's bringing up these triggers and these insecurities and fears. Um, group therapy is also really great for you, even if you don't connect well one-on-one -on -one and you're having trouble and struggling even with that. And that's because when you are in a group therapy process with other people, you learn some truths about yourself that you may not have learned just being in a one-on-one -on -one setting or if you're not in therapy at all. And I learned this myself, some difficult things to swallow. And for example, um, I have been pretty quiet and stayed small. I don't know why I'm saying I have. I did stay quiet and small for a while. Clearly, I don't do that anymore. Um, and a lot of my past trauma has played into that. And it has kept me in these patterns of just not taking up space. And so while I worked on a lot of that in my one-on-one -on -one therapy, it's like I got that reflection back to me in a much deeper way than I ever did in my life before. So when you're in a group therapy setting, you have multiple mirrors around you reflecting back to you who you are, how you're showing up in the world, and, and what your presence feels like. And the truth that I got in my first group therapy setting um, that I was in as a client is that um, I don't really care to be here. I'm not really invested in any of you. And I don't got time for this. So that is how I came off. And when in reality, like I was super present, so invested, so interested. It was the highlight of my week. Like I could not wait to go to group therapy. I got so much out of it. And the experience that I was having on the inside was so mismatched on the outside to the point where, yeah, I looked in that mirror and I was like, who, who am I? And like, what, it, what am I saying? What, what is the message that I'm giving? And it was a huge realization about how I push people away and why, um, 
I felt so lonely is because even when people wanted to connect with me, I was giving that message like they're not really worth my time. They're not important. Um, you know, it was a huge defense mechanism for me. It was a huge pattern playing out from my trauma in the past. Um, but to see that so clearly through other people, it was like a whole new level of understanding and, and creating change for myself. And, and when you have that realization in a safe environment with a, a person who's facilitating this safe experience and this space for you to change, uh, you actually get to experience that change because we all have had, you know, the parent or the friend who has given us this feedback before. And it's like, well, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, it's like, mom, yeah, whatever. But you kind of can't deny it or avoid it when you get that same exact feedback about how you're showing up from multiple people. And you also get to feel safe to do that, to, to break those old patterns, to actually release the trauma that is keeping that old pattern and frozen in place and to create new patterns, mostly through movement, through your body first. And just looking at my notes for a second, you really get to see important lessons about how you show up in the world. And it gives you the power to see yourself more clearly than ever before and to change that. And what makes this different from one-on-one -on -one therapy, because all of this happens in the one-on-one -on -one setting as well, if you are, um, you know, being supported and being guided by the right person who is experienced in helping you access and release your trauma and rewire your nervous system and who you have a great fit with in a relationship, this all can happen. But we all have a comfort zone in our lives, right? Like we all have a movement profile and the way that we prefer to move that makes us feel comfortable. We all have a type of person that makes us feel most comfortable and safe. Um, I kind of call this a soul connection in some ways. Like some of the clients, actually most of my clients, it's like they feel like I feel like we've already had a soul connection. We are the type of people we are ideally drawn to and attracted to which is great because I can help them feel safe in this very vulnerable vulnerable process of releasing their trauma and for a lot of people that's enough that's good like you know they'll get that transformation in that safe setting but on the other hand you know there's your best friend right there's your mom there's your partner who you feel just so awesome so safe with so good and you have these wonderful relationships, but when it comes to work or networking and people are presenting in different ways, people are moving in different ways, people who are outside of your comfort zone, their personalities, their characteristics, the distance that they stand towards you, for example, all of a sudden it's, again, bringing up those old traumas and those old triggers. And it's like, well, I thought I worked through that because with the people who are closest to me in my life, like I don't feel any of that. Everything's totally cool and I'm comfortable. But that's because it's like we only have a certain repertoire sometimes in relationships. 
And this is what can kind of, I guess, cancel out if we go out into the community, for example, and we want to get more involved and we're drawn to that one person within that whole community and we're just connecting with them. And it's like, oh, that's weird. Like we're kind of, whoops, we're kind of isolating within the community when in reality, the place that we can get to is connecting with different kinds of people on different levels where each relationship with a slightly different person gives us something new. This is part of the reason we get stuck in the same old patterns because we, we hang out with the same kinds of people who it's like together we, we stay in the same patterns and we don't go out of our comfort zone. And that's the difference between connecting with the type of people, types of people who are really, really like your people. And then being able to connect really deeply with someone or some people who are slightly out of your comfort zone. That's the thing that, ooh, it feels a little weird, but whoa, they're really inspiring me to write a book. Like I've never felt that drive, but this person is bringing me out of my comfort zone in a way that's giving me life in a new way. Um, so it can be like on that level, or even, you know, if you have a new friend and they love their alone time more than anyone you're really used to. Um, they're really assertive about that too. They set some really strong boundaries that might bring up some trauma about, well, maybe they just don't really like me or don't really want to spend time with me or, um, well, they just, just care about themselves. So whatever, I guess, I guess that won't work out. And the reality is like the way that they function and thrive is in a way that you're not used to and someone who could be a really wonderful friend they just present a different way and that can bring up some insecurities that make us push people away as well and so what makes it different between one-on-one -on -one therapy and group therapy is that when you join a group therapy setting you are you are um, accessing and releasing your trauma and rewiring your nervous system. You're realizing your old patterns and creating new ones in a more well-rounded way because there are multiple different personality traits that people are holding and presenting in the room. And so instead of being able to connect really deeply in a way with no fear with one type of person, you now understand what it feels like to have deep soul connections with a lot of different types of people and it it's it's like this fulfillment that's more well-rounded than it's kind of even hard to describe because if you've never felt it um it's 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 just fulfilling in a whole expansive and satisfying way where you're growing so much as well past your comfort zone like you become more confident walking into a room and talking to anybody or connecting with anybody because you know you're already adapted to that your window of tolerance have, is larger and can handle all of that and when you do that in a safe group therapy setting first you get to take that easily out into your real world as well so uh, as i'm talking about this you know i'm, I'm reflecting back on how the therapist that I saw 
for almost three years or over three years, she was very similar to my mom. And while that was helpful because there was some stuff I needed to work through, um, you know, with my mom or similar to my mom, I also was kind of staying in that same comfort zone of who I was comfortable loving and receiving love from, you know, culturally, characteristically, and all of that. And when you go and expand your, your horizon, you expand the way you give and receive and connect with different people, different cultures, different characteristics, um, you will be surprised at all the different things that come up for you. And also, it's kind of like, oh, so I'm like this with everybody? And that's the thing. That's the, like, one of the most powerful things about group therapy is the fact that we get stuck in roles. And even if we know it, like I, um, you know, ha have had people who join my online group therapy program is like, I'm always the person who's there for everyone all the time at the expense of myself. I am the helper and I will want to jump to help. Like, what, what's going to happen with that? Am I going to be stuck in that in your program too? And this is something I totally resonate with because like once I got actually, even when I was quiet, it's interesting. Even when I was quiet and I didn't want to take up a lot of space, one of the ways I was so invested in that first group therapy that I was in was I wanted to figure everyone out too and like take care of them and figure out the solution for them and really, really help. And it was at the expense of my own progress because when we focus so much on other people, we take that focus away from us and that can be a really good protective mechanism, right? Like to avoid our own stuff. We focus a lot on others. And, um, you know, so I totally understand that. And, and that's one of the most amazing things about group therapy is when you're with, when you're doing it with the right facilitator who is very aware of role lock and being locked in roles, then you get a chance to break that pattern because you will be challenged how to interact and connect and move out of that pattern and be, you know, it's a kind of a really direct confrontation when it happens. It's like, hey, you are being so generous with your, your time and your help for everyone. Like, I really see you helping everyone. But what about you? How does this make you feel about, or, you know, whatever, or how does this relate to your life? Or how is this helping everyone right now? How is that helping you? And just reflecting back and seeing like, oh yeah, I'm doing it again. <laughs> like even if you don't have the awareness or you do, it's kind of a compulsive thing because somewhere along the line in your life, you were taught in deeply in your body from your trauma that if you don't take care of this person or, or everyone, everything is going to fall apart. I have a client who discovered exactly that in one of our first sessions working together where um, she has been, her words, very controlling and um, can't relinquish, like can't let go of, of that control and feels like she needs to hold it together and not really share the burden of all the responsibilities that she has as part of her family because 
she remembered a very specific memory where if she didn't protect someone in her family, then everything would fall apart and someone would seriously get hurt. And even if we understand this pattern in our minds, this was a very new discovery for her in her mind and her body, but even if we understand that in her mind, it's, it, it's, a, it's a compulsion in a way where we, we do without being able to control it because that has been our survival mechanism. And it's already ingrained in our physical and nervous system pattern that if we don't jump to protect and save others, then survive, the survival is up like is at risk, then someone may not survive. And that is my job. I need to help people survive. I need to survive myself. Um, and that's what creates this pattern that keeps on going that keeps us stuck in this role, for example. Um, you may have a different role that you notice or may not yet notice in your own relationships. So that is really the, I feel like the juiciest kind of conversation that I feel like we can have right now about group therapy. Um, again, I love it. I think it's super powerful. As dance therapists, you know, usually we have no choice but to get into group therapy when we're starting out. That's how we work um, in our first jobs, in psychiatric hospitals, in schools, in clinics, etc. Um, but it is. Uh, a magical experience when multiple people come together um, in a safe way and they get to be each other's mirrors. They get to give each other feedback in an honest but safe and supportive way. And you expand on a whole different level. And if you are interested in partaking in a small group therapy experience online, I am running a, another round of my group therapy program online. It's small. It's four to six people. And the reason I do that is to, well, first of all, it's online. So we need to all be able to see each other pretty clearly on the screen. And, you know, we all have to, we have to make sure it's safe first and foremost, without safety, you know, our nervous system won't allow us to access the trauma that we're trying to heal. And so it's a really, it's a hand-picked group of people. Make sure that, yes, we are providing a well-rounded experience by per, um, bringing in slightly different roles and personalities and all that, but that ultimately we fit really well together to make this a safe and smooth experience. So if you're interested in potentially joining my next round of my small group therapy program online, then I would love to talk to you. And I'm going to leave a link to book a free and obligation-free relationship review in the podcast notes. And the reason that we will meet first for a relationship review is because we want to dig in a little bit more about how you are connecting in your relationships right now, or, or perhaps not. Maybe you have pushed people away like I shared in my story or like some of my other clients have really helped people to the point of abandoning themselves and finding themselves really just alone um, and lonely, even if you have a partner. 
And we want to dig in a little bit deeper to your relationship problems and how your trauma is keeping you in those patterns today so that we can create a map for you on how you can actually um, release your trauma, release those old patterns and find new ways of being so that you can connect deeper to people in your life in a way that's more connected than you ever have before. Um, because right now, when we are holding onto our trauma deeply in our body, that is a huge part of our, our identity and a lot of safety or non-safety, actually fear plays out in the way that we connect or defend or put a wall up or, um, you know, keep people at a distance. So when we do this work, you realize like, wow, there's so much more space to connect more deeply. And in, in the review, honestly, you will learn more than you possibly did in years of therapy. Um, that is a feedback. That is one of the feedbacks that I just got from someone who I talked to in a relationship review recently. Again, there's no obligation. We're not working together, but she's just been amazed at all of this insight that she still didn't get in years of talk therapy. So I invite you to book a free relationship review with me, whether you're interested in joining the program or not. And um, we'll see if it's a good fit for you. And if you're a good fit for the people who are already committed and joining. And yeah, I'm looking forward to talk to you and connecting with you. And uh, if I don't see you there, I'll see you in the next episode of Mind Your Body. Bye.